Welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. We are broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. The barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rippey. Happy to have you aboard here on your Christmas Day evening. Great to have you. Can't believe that some of you have actually decided to join in. And as we say, do it live! Right? So first and foremost, I want to thank everybody for joining in live. If you're getting it on the podcast, shame on you. We did it right here Christmas Day evening or Christmas evening or whatever you want to talk about. Not Christmas Eve. That was last night. But Christmas evening, we are doing it. 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll go until 11 or a little after or until it makes sense. And then we'll call it a wrap. And then I will put it up on podcast and away we go. So as you have come to know, the show that is either right before Christmas, I don't recall having a show ever actually on Christmas before. So let's go ahead and break out the WPIX log. This is where I will get in trouble by YouTube, of course, probably getting ripped down as we speak because I don't have the rights. But behind me, Gracie Mansion. I think this was filmed in the 19... I think originally it was actually mid-60s, and there was some type of tussle about that, and it was ripped off the air, then it was re-recorded, released back into the early or perhaps mid-70s. And this is the one that I used to watch growing up as a youth. In what is called the Southern Tier, you would just call it New York State, the booming metropolis of Hornell, New York. Shout out to my folks in Hornell. Very happy to have you guys tuning in tonight if you are. But this is what was on the television. Oh, I, John, I changed nothing. The video quality. Like of me? No, I changed that. Trust me. When things work, I stick with. It could be not playing well with the video file, perhaps, but what can I tell you? So anyway, the fire behind me is what we used to watch Christmas Eve, and it ran for two hours. It was simulcast on WPIX Channel 11 for you New Yorkers. You'll understand what that is. But then it was also simulcast on their FM station, 102 WPIX, which I believe was one of those weirdo love song channels back in the day. Do they even have those? Is that middle of the road now or easy listening? But 102 WPIX only love songs was also simulcasting. So if you were running around on Christmas Eve in New York State or New Jersey or some surrounding area where you could pull this audio and or TV signal from, if you were in the car doing a little last minute running around, You didn't have to be in front of the television set where normal people watched a burning fireplace for hours on end. Having a few adult libations, getting some last-minute gifts wrapped, stuff mounted under the tree, all that stuff. So if you wonder if it's your first time tuning in and you're wondering why I'm sitting 
by a toasty fire. Here's why we did this. Because (laughs) your dad put it on and every year you went to your grandma's house, this is what you watched. And it became ingrained in you that this is exactly what's supposed to happen on Christmas. You watch this Yule log. But you can go on YouTube and search uh, Yule log and you'll get... 50,000 returns, and I'm here to tell you that all of those returns, other than this one, are bad. Those are false. Fire crackling, dogs and cats laying in front of the toasty fire. Forget that. That's no Yule log. This is the Yule log. With those old classic standards playing in the background. And this great fire that for a span of two hours... Never, ever needed to be replenished or given any more fuel. Didn't need to be stoked. Never seemed to be burning out at all. So, hey, that's what's great about... It's like the magic Yule log. It burns. They had it right at the great burning time. It stayed true over a certain period of time, which happens to be exactly two hours. And then who knows, maybe it fell apart right after that. Maybe they knew that because of the certain wood that they were using and Gracie Mansion drafted a certain way, taking into account all the thermodynamic components, they were able to put together this great fire. So this is what uh, Christmas was for me, Christmas Eve, uh, growing up, watching the Yule Log, getting everything ready, all the last preparations, and then running off to bed hoping Santa didn't pass us by as he was racing across the other street. So... There's your Yule Log. If you've become accustomed to seeing me talk in front of it, there you go. If you've never seen it before, that's why I'm doing it. You'll see it again next year. Probably won't be on Christmas Day. Again, I don't recall if there has ever been a Christmas Day show. We'll have to go back into the annals for that one, but I believe it's a no. I think I would remember that. That's a pretty long time. We've been over a number of huge days that fall on Tuesday. A lot of voting happens on Tuesdays. A lot of big sports things happen on Tuesdays, but I don't think a major holiday. Maybe there, maybe there was a July 4th, something like that, but never one like it. This is really, if you're a Christian of some sort, this is kind of the pinnacle high holy day. Not Easter. Maybe, I don't want to get into a religious debate because I really don't know what I'm talking about, but I mean, look, it's a big commercial, baby Jesus, blah, blah, blah. This is a big event. Getting towards the end of the year, 2018, most rapidly coming to a close. So I don't know when the next time will... It it will happen again, right? Maybe in another 10 years or 11 years or however long I've been doing the show. We will be doing a show live on Christmas night again. But it won't be next year, I can guarantee you that. So enjoy the fire through the rest of this segment. And then let me tell you what's happening for the rest of the show. First and foremost, if you want to jump in on the show tonight... I'm more than happy to have you. It is a free phone call. My Christmas gift to you as the show is as well. 216-220-0966. If you would like to email the show, you can do that as well. You can get in touch with the show by sending an email to greg at bbqcentralshow.com or on the Twitter and Instagrams at bbqcentralshow. And anything else you want to find out about the show, you can find at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. You can also subscribe to the show via podcast up at the top right. There's a button called subscribe. 
If you click that, you'll be able to subscribe through uh, all the various podcast platforms, and the show is widely available on all of them, to include Spotify. I believe uh, Pandora just started rolling out podcasts as well. I don't think I'm listed on that. I'm not sure exactly what the rule of thumb there is on that one, but as soon as I get submitted into that, and if that's your streaming choice, I'll let you know when you can stream the show on Pandora as well. But Spotify has it right now, along with all the other most popular platforms. In lieu of any of that, if you're just an emailer and that's what you really like, you can subscribe to the show on email. You will get alerted, believe it or not. So that's how you can find the show. This is a special show. There was a really good chance that there was going to be a run of two weeks where it was going to be best of because of the holidays that fell on Tuesday. This is Christmas. Next Tuesday will be New Year's Day. I would say from a programming note, obviously live show tonight, there's a 99% chance that we will be doing a best of show where I reach out to my most trusted sounding boards and say, give me your top four or your top five best segments over the course of the year, and I'll go back and piece those together or portions of them and produce the best show next week for the live portion of it. If you podcast, it's always podcast, no big deal. But just to put a feeler out there, the possibility of a live show certainly is there, but the odds are stacked against at the moment, and it will be a best of show. But tonight, it's live, local, and late breaking, and we are going to have roundabout two hours of embedded correspondence talk. That will include longest-running embedded correspondent of the show, Doug Scheiding from Texas, Then we will have Tennessee correspondent Steve Ray. We will also have Oklahoma correspondent David Huff making a special appearance, the executive producer of the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, and I guess unofficial or official Michigan correspondent of the show, John Solberg, will be in. And he may or may not be making appearance, but Stover Harger III, or SH3, could be joining us as well top of the second hour so there you go we're all locked we're all loaded it's embedded correspondence so if you don't agree with something that they are saying or you want to jump in with your own take get it to me through email or feel free to call in on the show 216-220-0966 i'll mix you in i promise All right, let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. Did you get one of these for Christmas? No? Oh, dear. Well, there might be specials still going on. Late Bird gets the worm, potentially. All you have to do is go over to GreenMountainGrills.com and check out their inventory. They have three units to choose from right now. Eh, Maybe four. They have that really big uh, catering pellet cooker trailer type deal, but... For the normal guy and gal like me or you, you can adorn your deck or patio with some of the bigger models. The Jim Bowie, that's the biggest one that they have. They also have a Daniel Boone model. Not as big as Jim Bowie, but certainly adequate for a family of four or five, depending on how big of parties you throw or how much you cook at any one given time. Daniel Boone certainly can handle it. Then if you're looking to also add a portable option, Softball is year-round anymore. Volleyball is just getting started here in the J.O. season. 
So maybe I want to bring the ability to barbecue with me while I'm in Indianapolis or while I'm in Louisville or while I'm in Philadelphia. Who knows? The Davy Crockett is right up my alley. Totally portable, 100% wood pellet fired. So I know I'm going to get that great smoke flavor that I've become accustomed to on the bigger units. But this one can go with me. And if I don't have access to a traditional power outlet, I can just go ahead and plug it in through the 12-volt adapter in my car. Doesn't get any easier than that. By the way, capacity, pretty damn good. How about a couple pork butts? I can feed a team of 50. I made two pork butts for a Christmas party on Saturday. You know, I think sometimes it's quickly overlooked how much meat and sandwich opportunity a pork butt can yield all by itself, let alone two. So if you can get two on a Davy Crockett, you're going to be able to field a number of, or you can be able to feed a number of people. Anyway, you head over to GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. And check out everything they have to offer. They also have spices and sauces. Of course, pellets to fire those cookers. Don't forget to hook up if you have the Daniel Boone or the Jim Bowie with the pizza oven insert. You'll thank me later. Embedded correspondence coming up for the duration. On this Christmas, you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. Be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Butcher's Barbecue, makers of award-winning injections, marinades, rubs, seasonings, barbecue sauces, grilling oils, all the Butcher Barbecue products tested on the competition circuit as well as in backyards. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood. Visit ButcherBBQ.com to stock up right this very instant. Don't even wait. All right, as promised, it is the Christmas edition of the Embedded Correspondence. So we race on over and welcome each and every Embedded Correspondent into the show. We have... At least on my monitor, Doug Scheiding, top right. We have Steve Ray, top left. We have the gentleman from Michigan, bottom left, John Solberg. And a guy with a stogie in his mouth. That is David Huff from Oklahoma. Doug, you're under a shroud of cloud. Is everything okay over there? You have a Traeger fired up in your living room? Yeah, everything's fine. No, everything is not fine. What is going on? Hold on. Somebody else say something real quick. Anybody? That's better. Okay. No, no, no. Hold on a second. I have, uh, here we go. I had, uh, I had the anonymity thing on. Sorry about that, boys. All right. Try again, Doug. I'm here. Hey, all right. (laughs) Anybody else hear how that sounded? No? Okay. Uh, All right. So here we go. It's a Christmas edition. First and foremost, I want to thank each and every one of you gents for I guess, uh, really, I was going to dump the next two weeks of shows. I believe Steve Ray, Steve Ray is kind of the, the cheerleader of having a Christmas show. Steve, what was the idea of having a show on Christmas Day night? My Christmas ends around 9.45 a.m. That early? Yeah. Yes. We have one teenager at home. Okay. The other children come over. 
maybe at 12 and one, we exchange presents. They take the loot. They're out of here. And we've got nothing to do. I mean, we literally watched five movies today. What was the best movie you watched today? Uh, the Bruce Willis one, Die Hard. Oh, not a Christmas movie, but okay. That's <laughs> it. But okay, here we go. Let's get right into it. Uh, let's it was at Christmas time. Let's quickly go around the panel. Doug is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? No. Uh, David Huff, yes or no? Absolutely. Uh, okay. And uh, John Solberg, you are the tiebreaker. Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Then we win. The no's win. Thank goodness. So let me quickly then go through this movie. I'm trying to see if I had this up to even talk about. And I know the answers to this one from the two that just got shot down. But Trading Places, which, by the way, is one of the best movies ever on the face of the earth. But I find that to be a Christmas movie. Steve Ray, Christmas movie, yes or no? Um... No, 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 no. no, no. I think John Solberg has a new soundbite. Doug, uh, yes or no, Christmas movie? I'll go yes on that one. Of course. Uh, David Huff, yes or no, Christmas movie? If Die Hard is, that one has to be too. Okay, and John Solberg, yes or no, Christmas movie? (laughs) No. Okay, well, at least John's consistent. I, of course, live in hypocrisy, which I love to do. Doug, why do you think one is more a Christmas movie than the other? Well, number one, I think... (laughs) Christmas is about miracles and that trading places is about miracles of those two trading places and stuff. So I'm with you on that. Uh, Die Hard is just another action movie that happens to take place during Christmas. Oh, oh, hold on. That's right. Mary Bruce Willis could save all those people without a miracle. I mean, that's contradictory, Doug. (laughs) You know, I would totally agree with that, David, except for the fact that we're also seven other Die Hard movies not set in Christmas, I believe. (laughs) And those weren't a Christmas movie, just to be it's clear. On 20, it's on 24-hour marathon on the IHC network. Oh, my Lord. All right, so uh, I, I thank Steve for taking the lead here and saying, hey, well, I would be happy to sit in and do a show on Christmas night. And I said, okay, well, then I'm definitely going to do it. And I think the only person that was a little bit up in the air was David Huff, but here he is, too, in your bottom right screen. So the... The standard crew is here, plus one, which is the executive producer of the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less, and the official Michigan correspondent for the Barbecue Central show. Well, I guess that's official for you. Look at you. Merry Christmas to you, John. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Let's start some debate topics uh, or, well, not debate yet, but let's quickly go around the panel again. It was Christmas. I don't know if everybody celebrates Christmas here on this panel. I don't want to make any assumptions, but if you don't, uh, go ahead and say you don't if you want. Uh, but best Christmas present of the day, David Huff. Well, I didn't get it today. I got it a little early, but it was my Christmas gift right here. The glass that got engraved Huff Daddy's Backyard Cigar Lounge, and it's got a placeholder to hold my cigar while I wow. drink whiskey. Best gift so far. That's really? handy. Does that, does that work really well? Uh, it's a little difficult to drink out of, but uh, the rest of it works well. It holds a cigar, and I even see, you know, you can... So you're probably you're probably taking the cigar out while you're drinking it, and then otherwise you're just kind of putting the cigar that's lit in there to hold it otherwise. 
Yeah, I think it's to uh, avoid having to set your cigar on the ashtray and maybe having some other Yahoo uh, that you're smoking a cigar with pick up the wrong stogie and, you know, smoke yours. Are you a big smoker, uh, a big cigar smoker, David? Well, as long as the uh, my health insurance guys aren't listening. Uh, I do enjoy a smoke <laughs> a cigar every now and then. Usually if I'm doing a long cook, I like to smoke a cigar while I uh, wait for the grill to come up to temp. And are you one of those guys that likes to produce the biggest ash possible before you lend it off into the tray of some sort? So my rule of thumb is you let the ash fall when it's ready to fall. If it falls oh, early, I'm not upset about it, but you don't want to go tapping the cigar to knock the ash off. You let it do it on its own. Why? What happens? Um, I just don't like to tap the cigar and, and damage the cigar or um, it's knock a pretty, it off it's before It's a pretty it's robust piece of equipment, right? I mean, the cigar is pretty <laughs> robust. Well, yeah, but you know, there's lots. Of, if you go to knock it off before it's ready, you'll get uh, what I call a cone, to where the the end of it in the middle is actually burning, to where it tapers down, and then it doesn't burn evenly. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other cigar tricks, by the way. If you're smoking a cigar and you get down to where it's too short and it gets real hot to smoke, blow through the cigar, clear out all the carbon that's built up in the cigar, and then when you pull it in, it'll be cool just like when you first started smoking it. So if it gets down too short and burns, blow through the cigar. Just a little tip. All right. Now, are you an inhaler or do you hold it in your mouth to savor and then puke it out? Yeah, puke it out. I, I don't like to inhale it. That's pretty robust smoke. I don't want it going into my lungs. All right. Let's but. quickly go around the table here. Steve, uh, are you a cigar smoker? Yes or no? No, I liked when David said you blow the carbon out that normally goes into your lungs. Blow <laughs> <laughs> out. That's great. Doug, are you a cigar smoker? Yes or no? <laughs> no, I, I've had uh, a few at some barbecue contests, but I, I haven't done one in about a year and a half, two years. John Solberg, cigar smoker? Yes or no? No, I am not a cigar smoker, but I will if you know if it's a social need to do kind of thing. I, I can get through it. All right. Uh, Great information there, David. We might have you on as a special cigar expert in case that ever rears its head in 2019. I had no idea that blowing out of a cigar made it cooler before you re-smoked it. Uh, I've never been a smoker myself, so uh, and I think the taste of cigars are really icky, so I won't do it. Also, cigarettes, too, and uh, anything else that burns that you put in your mouth, I think it tastes weird, so I don't kind of steer away from that. Um, so that was the cigar glass and cigar or the whiskey glass and cigar hole. That is pretty cool. Solberg, best gift of the day. Uh, actually today I have received no gifts and I'm okay with that in my world. Uh, we're not big gift people. We do some white elf and stuff. Uh, so, uh, I got nothing. I'm not, I'm not bringing it because you really I, got, I, I, you I really had no, no gift. Today. You got no gift. No, oh. not today. What are you talking about? You just got named official Michigan and Betty correspondent. Well, I, I was going to be, I thought I'd be sucking up if I said, my best gift today was I'm actually here with you guys. But I'm like, man, that's some brown nosy stuff. You got to be careful. All right. nope. Everybody else says Steve it. would be ripping on me for that. But Join right best in. Best gift of the day is I'm here. That's Steve, week. That's week. Steve thinks I hung the moon. All right, Steve, best <laughs> gift of Christmas for you. I, I tell you, I went out this morning to get the paper. And I'm usually I'm usually gone at, at uh, you know six o'clock in the morning, and in my driveway was a black Lexus RX 470 2019 with a big ribbon on the top. My wife went out and got that for me. Really? What? Holy yeah. moly! Oh, 
I got a bottle of whiskey though. But that was a good story. What? Uh, wait a second. No. <laughs> I've always wanted that to happen. I got a I got a Yugo once when I was a kid. What an a-hole. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> a nice bottle of ancient age whiskey though. You know, I've often wondered if you if you're in a relationship and one or the other partner comes back home with a motor vehicle. I mean, are are you realistically are you okay with that are you like what the f because maybe it's something you didn't like or maybe it's something you really don't have budget for uh, i mean are you are you steve are you okay if your wife goes out and just buys a car and sticks it in the driveway for you uh for for me she wouldn't do that she might for her i, I got no problem with that i'm paying for it anyway but she didn't have any credit she didn't have a job oh okay right. Good to know. mrs mrs ray sorry uh, st- uh <laughs> What about you, Doug? Like, would that be a weird thing? Do you think your wife would buy you a car and stick it in the driveway with a bow on it? No, I've I, I've done the same for her actually. When she was a uh, she graduated with a master's in uh, social work, and for her uh, graduation present, and at our holiday party, I actually had a friend pull up the car and brought the car out to the front door and it was an infinity g35 coupe which was a lot better than the foresters she was looking at as well so (laughs) i preempted that and got the g what about you david would you be uh would you guys be at a at a moment of discontent if you found a new car in the driveway yeah this might sound hypocritical but i would be upset if my wife did that for me but i think it'd be pretty cool if i did that for her so (laughs) Was that is yeah. that a sexist thing or is that a, a money thing or what? Is that a man versus a woman thing? Uh, no, not necessarily. It's just uh, I would feel bad if she spent that kind of money on me, but then you know I'm okay spending that kind of money on her. Oh, you're in love. That's what that is. Uh, what about you, Solberg? <laughs> I'm just scared. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an issue with it. Yeah. I'm like, it's a major investment. A car today of any caliber is more than my first home. It's yeah. something that needs to be discussed. Yeah. Agreed. yeah, I agree with that, too. So, uh, all right. So uh, where did we leave off here? Doug, uh, best Christmas gift of this Christmas. This Christmas. Yes. The best Christmas gift I get was for my father. This is a serving slate serving platter wow. with my name, last name engraved on it. And the funny thing is, is he said that this was the fourth one he had to receive because the other three were broken when they came. No way. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So he said, luckily he did it a a month or so ago. But uh, yeah, that was my best gift that I got. So I love that. I like that. Thank you. So how are you going to use that? Is that just going to be a showpiece? Are you really going to put meat on that and slice it and care for it? Yeah, I'm going to squeeze meat and post it I mean, on Instagram oh, and, and, oh, and, and use that as my, my uh, serving tray background. Wow. Good juicy tray. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, are you really going to use it or no? Oh, yeah, I'll use it. Absolutely. Really? Okay. What, what kind of a care is that? You just wash it off and can you soap that or is it porous? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. I have no idea. I've never had anything slight before like, in my life. It's probably like cast iron. So, yeah, I'll probably just oil it down and and uh then use it after that but yeah you can just heck we had a cheese tray tonight why would have you i thought about using it for that yeah all right uh steve ray uh last on the questions list for best oh wait no you got he, the car right yeah, yeah. Did, we, <laughs> we left off with, with doug getting yeah. his wife a Man. uh infinity g series car to pull up in front of orphanages yeah as a social worker <laughs> <laughs> yeah so let's see i'm now let me quickly go through my mental inventory 
Uh, my best gift goes between the power washer that I got, which uh, was totally unexpected, and the deep fryer, which I immediately pressed into service tonight just to see how well it worked. Oh, dear. Vacillating. Uh, I think overall the winner is going to end up being that power washer for me. If I'm if I'm forecasting in the long term, that thing is really going to pay dividends and save my back and really do a lot of stuff. So I'm very excited that I got the power washer. That was cool. Now I did. Uh, I'm going to speak for my wife here. Her best gift that I got her was the seven and a quarter quart uh, La Crusade Dutch oven in fire mm-hmm. engine red. Yes. Yeah. When you're rich like me, boys, you can load it up. That's right. So uh, I've you know we've looked at all. For five or six years, we've seen La Crusade and Crate and Barrel, or you'll see it on very, uh, very shopping networks that are supposed to have these great deals, and you're still like, holy F. These things are expensive. Could it possibly be worth? So I did months and months of research across the internet and talking with chefs, and, and everybody said they were just the best. Great investment. Looks great. The care wasn't tremendous, which is good for me. So hey, we may uh, well. I made the jump and got the. Uh, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Like we're saying, whatever, yeah. and and got the seven and a quarter. I could have got the five and a half and saved like a hundred and some odd bucks. But seven and a quarter is the biggest round one they make. You can do the all the big stews that you want. You can brown. You can bake. You can deep fry in it. You can do all that other crap. So uh, I think that was her best gift. But uh, and we won't ask her because if she says that wasn't her favorite, I would definitely be. Very depressed. So uh, there's a best gift of the day. So now let's quickly whirl back around the panel, and we'll start with Steve. Worst gift today was? Uh, I, I didn't get a bad gift this year. No big spatula, no uh, dip bowl, no ceramic knives. Hmm. Uh, got good good sausage, good meat. for. Uh, for didn't, I didn't get anything bad. Didn't get a lot. I, um, I guess that's the bad part. Didn't get much. Nobody loves me down here. I got to tell you, Steve, I've used the ceramic knife set that you have given me a number of times. I can't find why you don't like them. They're a pleasure to work with. I'm not even kidding. Oh, my God. All your, right. your knives must have been terrible. I guess, but I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. Uh, Doug, worst gift today? Um, speaking of the ceramic knives, I did re-gift those already, and wow. the people that got those love them. Of course. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, my, uh, my kind of strangest gift I would say is you see this Coca-Cola tin. Yep. Yes. Um, my dad collects coins and so this is a Coca-Cola coin. It is certified authentic 14,445 made in Fiji worth $1 and it has Coca-Cola cap. Yeah. You see the little cap? Yeah. And s- silver on the inside. And that's a wow. that's a that's a US tender coin right there? No, it's a Fiji coin. Fiji? <laughs> what? A Fiji coin. Oh, God. It's worth a dollar. So I mean, yeah, that that is like one of the strangest ones. Um 
that I got today. But uh, but let me just interject and say, last year I my all time worst <laughs> gift was I've got the certificate of authenticity. I've got the bowl. This is from a bowl from a ship that sank in 1822 off the coast of China. This was also from my parents. And, of course, you know, it's wow. got the nice silk, you know, you know, uh, uh, carrying case and everything. And then so it's got the imitation porcelain bowl of yeah. what was on the ship. And then I got this. Oh. This coin. <laughs> is that a Chinese coin? <laughs> That's a Chinese coin. Wow. This is a cash coin back in 1822. Too bad yeah. if you oh. lived in every other country but the United States, you've kind of be rich. <laughs> exactly. How so, many other varying yeah. coins do you have? Um, my dad, who has started collecting coins in the last five years, um, um, gives me at least one or two coins every year. So my my. Favorite coin actually is one that's shaped like a baseball glove. And where and where is that legal tender? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it's one of those limited edition things. <laughs> All right, uh, David Huff, worst gift of the day. Uh, I got some real special shit. <laughs> mm. okay. No, no, literally, I got special shit rub <laughs> wow it is from the big cock ranch yes, the vision of disparity ranch. ranch yeah that's right so uh any historian of this show will know that i had the owner of big cock ranch on several years ago talking about their shit rub it was kind of one of the more entertaining and less entertaining interviews all at the same time uh solberg any any bad gifts? I know you said you really didn't get anything, but I mean, I, anything man, bad? I am a loser on this show. I got nothing. I'm going to just claim the Solberg's not actually Norwegian and we don't do Christmas, but <laughs> that's not true. No, I, I got I got no bad gifts. Right. I think uh, I got no gifts. My worst gift, and I don't have it here to show because I gave it to my daughter immediately after the white elephant party was over last night, was the coffee mug shaped like a toilet bowl. That's right. The Big John. It was like in all of the checkout line end caps. And it's a big coffee mug. And it holds a lot of coffee. And then it's got a tank on the bed. looks like a friggin' turlet. So I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to use this. And my youngest daughter was like, this is the best gift ever. <laughs> so I rewrapped it up last night. And guess what she got for Christmas? A toilet <laughs> mug. Look at me. Smart. Regifting. All right, uh, we are quickly into the first segment break here, guys. So stand by while I do a quick bit of business. It's the embedded correspondence all the way through the show. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to jump in. 216-220-0966 or greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. All right, let me talk to you quickly about Cook Shack, manufacturers of smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience, whether you barbecue in the backyard, on the competition circuit, or in a five-star dining facility. Cook Shack has the units that will do the job, and with a full line of barbecue sauces, spices, pellets, and wood chunks, it's the perfect one-stop shop. Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, Smoke and Grilling 101s in a video cooking classroom. Check out their website at cookshack.com or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Pinterest. You can get advice and share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. Yeah, they have one of those. Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers, the choice of champions. 
because they were designed by a champion, Ed Fast Eddie Morin, the FEC 100, PG 1000, always customer favorites. The PG 1000 can actually double as a smoker and a grill. Low and slow, hot and fast, the pellet grill line gives you the most for your money. Cookshack Residential Electric Smokers, which I have one, number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can cook in your oven, you can make in a Cookshack. Passion and dedication drives Cookshack's manufacturing, with quality always being at the forefront. Get the best in barbecue since 1962. Call 800-423-0698 or visit cookshack.com. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. You can visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. Don't forget to download the Cookin' Pellets app that will alert you to great shipping prices when they become available, whether it be through CookinPellets.com themselves or Amazon.com. Looking forward to having Chris Becker on the show soon. And we rejoin the guys from the Embedded Correspondents. You know them, you love them. Steve Ray is there, Doug Scheiding's there, John Solberg, and David Huff. All here via Christmas. Thank goodness. It's like a Christmas miracle that the show's happening. We just went around the panel and said what our favorite gifts were. You're and also listening what... to the Barbecue Central Show. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. You know, I can do that too. I can do it all day long. Anybody else? No? Okay. Uh, Steve. Greg. 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 Yeah. Greg. Ho, 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 ho. Ho. One minute. Okay. Oh, You're listening one. to the Barbecue Central Show. You're this listening show. to the Barbecue Central Show. This show is being hijacked. Oh, yeah? By, by, yes, it is. By the embedded correspondence. This is your Christmas lightning round, and we're going to throw it over from Oklahoma. David Huff, do your thing, oh, David. Boy. All right. Greg, <laughs> are you ready, sir? First off, just to let you know, I'm seeing on Facebook that it says the live show, the live feed went down. Are you aware of that? Uh, oh, yeah, I see that now. Hold on. Let me see if I can rectify that situation. I don't pay attention to anything when the show is on because it's really just all about the podcast, but nevertheless. All right, it's, uh, it's finding its way back to Facebook. All right, go ahead. All right, here we go, Greg. This is my lightning round? You got it. Okay. Barbecue Hall of Fame or 1 million Facebook followers? 1 million Facebook followers. Pork ribs or beef ribs? Pork ribs. Barbecue sauce, sweet or spicy? Spicy. Neighbor Desmond or Ina Garten? Neighbor Desmond, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Browns win the Super Bowl or daughter makes Olympic volleyball team? Daughter makes Olympic volleyball team. Who gives a shit about the Browns? <laughs> Which do you hate more? Someone butchering your last name or being called Gregory? Uh, last name butchered all the time. Surfing or skiing? Ski. Superpower, flying or invisibility? Flying. Filet or ribeye? Fil- ribeye. Someone steal your car or someone steal the smokers from your backyard? Steal my car. Complete grill work setup or cooking class with Tuffy? Grill work setup. 
All right, that was easy. Off to John Solberg. Thank you, thank you. Oof. I'm pretty Favorite good. Favorite flavor of ice cream. Are there choices? One. What's your favorite uh, flavor ice cream? This is a lightning round. We got to go fast here. Chocolate. Say a word in Spanish. Hola. Do you believe in fate? No. Name one of the seven dwarfs. Grumpy. Are you politically correct? Never. Make a high-pitched noise. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you ever tasted soap? Yes. Name something you could eat for an entire week straight. Pizza. What is your favorite word? Fuck. <laughs> and if Tupac were to appear before you right now, what would you have to say? Sing holla if you hear me. It's my favorite song. Take it away, Doug. I'm killing it. Thank you. All right. Flay, uh, Alton, or Michael Simon, your new best buddy. Flay. Oh, interesting. Offset or pellet cooker? Pellet. Oh, good answer. <laughs> 10,000 Instagram followers or Ina Garden? 10,000 Instagram followers. Wow. Sorry. Okay. Instagram pics of sliced steaks or squeezing of meat? Squeezing of meat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Steak ager master 45 or primitive pit babe? Oh, primitive pit babe for sure. Okay, okay. Sterling Ball or Sam the Cooking Guy? Oh, what? Oh, thank you. Sam the Cooking Guy, of course. <laughs> Snake River Farms, Crowd Cow or LaFrida? LaFrida. Brine or Inject? Inject. Jack, Houston Rodeo, Royal or Memphis in May? Houston Rodeo. Ah, good one. We need to get you down there for that. <laughs> Le LeBron, Kyrie, or Baker Mayfield, your new best buddy? LeBron, uh, for always and forever. He won a championship for me. Okay, good. All right. Steve-O. Oh, Mr. Production. Right. Rig. <laughs> top or bottom? Mm, top. <laughs> Giver or taker? Taker. CNN or Fox News? Ugh. CNN. Jennifer Garner or Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Garner all day long. Yeah, baby. Or Denzel Washington? Oh, who was the first one again? I'm sorry. Hugh Jackman or Denzel? Oh, Denzel Washington. Washington all day. Common or Tom Morello? Tom Morello. The chicken or the dumpling? Dumpling. Bombardier, Lear, or Citation? Citation. Olive or pickle? Pickle. And for the $1 million, sweet or unsweet iced tea? Uh, sweet iced tea. Congratulations. I did it! Wow. <laughs> Look at it. that. Un a total impromptu lightning round by the embedded crew. Great questions. See, now I just want to point out to everybody watching that might be a guest on this show, that is how you do a goddamn lightning round. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Right here. Well right here. 
Now, John was a little bit more inquisitive without giving me options and just asking me quick. That's why I was a little off the game there because I wasn't getting a couple options. But, you know, let's just rifle off these answers. I mean, we're not solving the world's problem. Although I know everybody is shocked that on two separate occasions I was offered Ina Garden and I rebuffed her both times. Thank John. That Solberg. was surprising. That was John Solberg's idea. Yeah. And it was a Hey, Greg, I know there's no right or wrong answers, but I think you missed one. Okay, go ahead. Jennifer Gardner versus Jennifer Aniston. Appropriate could have been both. No, that is not. Wait, (laughs) that is not. Andrew, you are not the (laughs) That is not an appropriate answer because both, (laughs) although a good movie with X's in front of it, is not a good answer in the lightning round. You have to have a definitive yes or no. Right, there's you exceptions and everything. I heard that they would be one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So, uh, anything else uh, hidden that I need to be aware of? No, okay. not, so. not right now. All right. So we went through and we did best gifts. We did worst gifts. Do we want to go to a little debate on the holiday side of things? Yes. Okay. Great. I'm not giving you an actual answer or opportunity <laughs> to answer. I'm just looking at the eyes widen and figure out. Okay. Uh, Maybe you're aware that ever since Halloween ended, Christmas music has been rifling through the airwaves, whether it be satellite or the terrestrial-type airwaves. And there has been a little bit of a run amok with one particular song called Baby It's Cold Outside, so much so that a local radio station here in Cleveland pulled it off the air, saying that that song was a little rapey. And that it was giving the uh, the male seemed to be forcing himself and the lady was not being able to be let go. And that, of course, spawned some really neat viral YouTube uh, answer videos with baby just go outside. I don't know if anybody saw that or not. But this is going to sound really contrived on my part. But right as the Christmas music was hitting the airwaves, I heard the song and I was thinking to myself, man. Now that I'm really listening to the lyrics, not that I was really not listening to the lyrics before, I was like, this song sounds a little weird all of a sudden. Now, a year ago and five years ago and ten years ago, I never would have thought that. But given the whole Me Too movement and the top people in most of the entertainment world, some news people world, other famous people getting caught up in uh, sexual misconduct and all of this stuff, Uh, For the last 12 months or so, now when I'm hearing the song, I'm thinking that now I didn't think it would ever get to the point where it might get ripped off the air. But knowing what we know and seeing what we've seen over the last 12 months, a long way to get here. Steve Ray, do you have a problem with the song Baby It's Cold Outside? Is that something that has rapey undertones and should it be pulled off the air? No, I don't think so. I've never, I never really listened to the words until I, I saw the controversy. You know, the Sting song, "Every Breath You Take's worse than that. The Stalker song, <laughs> and he makes thirty, he makes thirty five hundred dollars a day off of every breath you take, and that's that's about a guy stalking a woman. So they don't take that one off. What about you, Doug? Any issues with "Baby It's Cold Outside"? No, it, you know the problem. The song obviously has not changed, and. And, and since it was written, and it was written by a husband and wife, may I add. So it's it's the the totally 
overblown PC world that we live in right now. So, I mean, uh, if anything should be banned, Feliz Navidad should be banned since it only has 19 words in the whole damn song. <laughs> so, and, you know, and every time you hear that, you hear it, you hear it in your head for the last, you know, for another day. You know, ne next we're going to have uh, uh, Saw Mama Kissing Santa Claus. That should be banned because, they, you know, that's inf infidelity. And uh, All I Want for Christmas is You, you know, by Mariah Kelly. You know, that's pretty sexual. We better ban that too so no uh let's let's just take things it, if it's a real me too movement let's let's address real issues not something like this doug i don't want to uh break the mystique for you but the i saw mama kissing santa claus that's actual the that's the mom and the dad making out and the kid doesn't realize i don't know if i just ruined anything for you or not but that's what that song oh, about. Uh, well well, <laughs> well we're still not going to ban it anyway okay uh david huff uh, your thoughts all due respect to the Me Too movement, because I think sexual harassment and those issues are very serious. Let's just calm down a little and don't mess with my Christmas songs. I mean, baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, I listen to the words. Maybe it's a little risque, but have you heard Santa, baby? I mean, she's using her sexuality to get all kinds of things that she doesn't need. Ooh, let's let's just slow down. Just everyone's got an opinion in today's society, and they feel like it has to be heard. It, it, don't get me started. I apologize. Just no. The Christmas song is fine. No problems. John Solberg, you have the last word. The biggest tragedy is, first of all, we have to start listening to Christmas music shortly after Halloween. <laughs> Once you get beyond that, that's a bigger tragedy. Uh, no, I, it's a it's a classic Christmas song. Is that a, would you consider it a Christmas standard? No. Yeah. I never sensed it before. I think it was just some type of. Uh, do you think the radio station was trying to create this controversy for, you know, Facebook hits? I yeah, I, sure, I don't understand yeah, absolutely. I think that there was some kind of a, a marketing drive employed in that whole thing. But you know, when I was listening to it this year, again, this was well before any of this actually hit. And while I do think there is a marketing component for the the station here in Cleveland, uh, just listening to the word, and, and and you know I'm a little, I have three daughters, I uh, maybe am a little closer to. I don't think the sh the song should be taken off the air or anything other than just listening to it, given everything that's happened, and listening to the words and going, well, now that I'm hearing it in a a different colored picture, that song sounds a little weird. But I'm not also sitting here saying that we should dump it off the air either. So. Uh, well, it's gone. End of the day, that song's gone. It's done. It's going to be out of our consciousness, and we'll talk about it in some other context in the future. But, you know, it's it's over for that tune. We won't hear that again anytime soon. Here was the other thing that I heard coming up about now not a song but a movie. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was going to be pulled from television because it was too bullying. Steve, your thoughts? Hell Yes. Hell I mean, yes, little elf. That's right. That little elf. Got, I mean, that that show's got to go, man. I mean, I was that little elf when I was a child. You wanted to be a dentist. I wanted to be a dentist, and I was picked on, and the abominable snowman stalked me, and God only knows if he'd have caught me. That that's got to go. And 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 Frosty the Snowman, God Almighty, running around with no clothes on, talking to kids. Gee whiz, hang out in mm -hmm. a wall parking lot. Good God. Doug Shining, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> yes or no? 
You gotta leave it. it. It's I looked it up. It's the most beloved Christmas movie. Eighty three percent say it's a, a good movie. So it, it, it's the Jackie Robinson of Christmas movies because it's about being a uh, you know different than your your other the other reindeer and being the the leader of the group and being successful, et cetera. So uh, I think it's more about uh, diversity coming through and all of us being as one together as, as compared to being bullied and should be banned. David Huff. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is not the problem. The oversensitivity of America is the problem. Leave the Christmas movie. John Solberg. Leave it alone. I have a choice. I can watch it or I cannot. It's up to me how I raise my family to react to that bullying on that show. Uh, I'll weigh in before we go to the next break. And I just want to make sure that everybody remembers that while Rudolph took a little bit of a drubbing for having an electric nose, in the end, in the end, what happened? He bagged the hottest dough. He got to lead the sleigh. He won. Perseverance overcoming achieving showing everybody that you're better than them you can lead the sleigh too in fact the big guy, the most popular man in the place said that i can't do it without your nose so he should have said santa kiss my ass and i want a pay raise and then i'll be thinking about taking that sleigh hey, out did you, notice that, did you notice that the prospector carried a colt 45 with him and he never pulled it out and shot the abominable snowman yeah, what was up with that? What was up with that? I don't know. That's not knowing your surroundings. That was instant safety. That guy's been carrying too long. He forgot that he actually had the weapon. All right, uh, we are headed into the second break here, talking with the embedded correspondents. A little bit of political correctness talk. And a lightning round thrown in. How about that? John Dawson weighing in. America's still addicted to outrage. Willy Wonka can't be far behind. The Backyard Barbecue Show weighing in saying, listen to some rap music, but snowflakes have to attack Christmas classics, music, and movies. That's right. Somebody, when we come back, somebody's going to have to explain to me what a snowflake is. I hear that term all the time. I don't know if it's good or bad. Or I want to see if I'm one, I guess, is what I'm really trying to say. And if it's bad, I don't want to be one. So let's figure out a way for me to get out of it right off the top. All right, let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers. The one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies get you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. They're known for the championship rubs and seasonings, popular flavors like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow. All proven winners on the competition circuit and in the backyard. If you're looking to improve the flavor of your competition barbecue, Check out the West Coast offense combining Big Papa Smokers rubs and simply marvelous barbecue. Over the past number of years, West Coast offense has cornered the market on competitive barbecue and redefines the flavor profiles the cooks from across the country start to aim for. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. If you're looking for a new go-to sauce that will please everyone, check out Granny's traditional yet powerful flavoring reminding us why we fell in love with barbecue in the first place. Don't forget the great selection of cookers, a Mac 2-star General Pellet Grill, an Old Hickory Ace BP, an M Grill from Texas, just to name a few. It's clear that Big Papa's is the place to go for all things barbecue-related. They can help you barbecue better. They can boost your barbecue skills. 
All you need is some help from Big Papa himself. The number one online barbecue store. Call them toll-free at 877-828-0727 or shop the website bigpapasmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A smokers.com. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. Embedded correspondents are in. Doug Shiding, Steve Ray, John Solberg, David Huff. Uh, Backyard Barbecue Show is weighing in. As far as what a snowflake is, that's a term for someone that thinks they are unique and special, but really are not. Well, bad news, boys. He just described me to a T. Great. Well, now I got to... John, we need some PR work here. I need to not be a snowflake. I don't know how that... How I can get out of that scenario, but... Let's think about some hypocritical statements I can make to get me right on board. All right. Uh, we are pointing to the second hour here. Gentlemen, anything else uh, publicly related, uh, politically related that we need to hit on before we go to the second hour? We'll have our Pacific Northwest correspondent calling in as well. Steve, anything from you? No, yeah, it's been a good question. All right. Uh, <laughs> Doug, anything from you? Doug's on mute. Yeah, yeah, I'm on mute. Thanks, you, you know, so you don't hear my heavy breathing. Thank you. Uh, uh, but uh, if you've ever been to a barbecue contest, you've probably heard the song "Buck Cherry" crazy oh. bit. And I mean, I love the beat of that song. You know, I just kind of so I actually bought the CD and uh, listened to the lyrics, and I'm like, "OMG, <laughs> that's a little much." But I still play the song every now and then. But anyway. So, David Huff. But uh, it's a good barbecue song. David Huff. Go ahead. Uh, no. No? All right. Uh, John Solberg, any parting shots for you? No. The thing about politics and barbecue is I don't know any of your politics. We're all great friends. That's the beauty of barbecue. There's there no politics in it. All right. We're pointing to the second hour. Stick around. We'll be your light back and refresh. It's the Christmas show. My... Our Christmas gift to you, the Centralite public. Hopefully you're enjoying your Christmas Eve evening. Damn it. That was yesterday. Stick around. Be right back. 